So here's the problem with CoffeeZilla. CoffeeZilla has a very specific message that he is trying to make. And the thing is, the way that he goes about doing it is he only looks at sources that confirm his bias. And not only does he look at only sources that confirm his bias, but even when he's doing interviews, for example, I saw an interview with a professor from a, a business school that was talking about Veblen goods and Veblen entrepreneurs. And then there was another episode recently with a copywriter who is supposedly, quote unquote, leaving the industry. And then when you watch the episode, it's like, no, that's not how it is at all. So CoffeeZilla has this very specific message to make. And for his message to be effective, he has to stick to this message. And he's going out and he's confirming his bias. Where he's doing his audience a disservice and where he's doing his self a disservice is he's not really being fair, right? He's not being fair to a lot of people. Yes, there are obviously a lot of unethical people out there doing unethical things. But then there are also a lot of ethical people out there that are actually providing a lot of value. And what CoffeeZilla does is he paints an entire industry, so the education industry or the coaching industry or the guru industry, and he paints this entire industry as a very negative and very bad thing. But for me, for example, when I think about my business coach, oh man, I there's no way that I definitely would have been able to get to where I am right now without his coaching. And he was able to shortcut my path. And I think about when I was much younger, and I was, so, so when I was much younger, I used to make a lot of music. I had music published in major motion pictures and, and TV and things like this. And I was able to get pretty far by myself. But if I had some kind of coaching, especially if I had coaching from, like, from someone like me, from what I know right now, in terms of how to go about marketing yourself and doing this, game over. Like, that would have short, it, it would have been able to shortcut my time so much that, you know, it would have had exponential effects. So let's take some of these guests, for example. CoffeeZilla had this copywriter guest, and this copywriter claimed that he was leaving the industry, right? So here's one thing. Here's how you become a guest on CoffeeZilla. You just have to repeat whatever CoffeeZilla's mantra is, and he will bring you onto the show. And if you can help him prove his point, he will bring you onto the show. So this copywriter, um, I think his name was like Mikel Fortin or something like that, he figured this out, right? So he's like, yeah, like I'm going to go on Coffees of the Show and I'm going to say that, you know, this entire industry sucks. But then when you're actually listening to him talk, he'll say, yeah, there's a lot of BS people out there. That's why I stopped taking clients and things like that. But he really didn't stop taking clients. He just kind of pivoted into SEO. So instead of doing copywriting, now he's doing SEO and he's probably doing it for the same people. But then he also mentions, he's like, no, there's like a lot of, you know, coaches and gurus out there that are teaching legit things. And yeah, obviously, right? But the thing is, the way CoffeeZilla frames it, he frames it as the entire industry is, is, is fraudulent. And when he does that, he's doing a disservice to his audience. He's doing a disservice to himself. And not only that, like, I mean, can you say that it's really being honest? So I will say that I believe that CoffeeZilla genuinely cares, genuinely wants to do the right thing and genuinely has good intentions, right? But he also has a show to run. And because he has a show to run, he has to stay on message, he has to stick to his point. If he were actually fair to other people, 
And he brought on he brought on opposing guests that kind of like opposed his viewpoint. And then, you know, he was able to agree with this. Then he wouldn't really have a very good show because he's basically just arguing against himself and he's not he's not creating an effective message. Right. So I get it. I get why Coffeezilla is doing that. Um, But here's the thing now, like if you think about it, Coffeezilla is now all of a sudden this guru that he is warning everyone else about because he's using some of these same strategies and techniques. And here's the thing. When you're using strategies and techniques that might seem unethical on the face of it, you really should dig deep and wonder like what's going on. So I'll give you a few examples. I'll give you one example. In the marketing industry, there is this concept of scarcity. Scarcity is a principle of persuasion. Um, if you read Robert Cialdini's book, it's one of his persua- uh, principles of persuasion. Robert Cialdini is a notable professor. So these principles are like grounded in science. And you know these notions are like pretty legit. And if you're not using them for your business and for your marketing, you're, you're not getting the maximum that you can get out of it right? But here's, here's where people make the mistake. Here's the false belief. The false belief is that if I use techniques like this, that it's unethical. And that's where people are wrong. The thing is, they're not mutually exclusive, right? You can use the, these techniques. It's a tool. You can use these techniques for good or for bad. You can use it ethically or unethically, but they're not mutually exclusive. So if you're going to use it, if you have conviction for your service or your product or whatever you're offering and if you truly believe that it's going to help people then why wouldn't you want to try to maximize your chance in getting it into people's hands and you can ethically do this and you can ethically persuade people to do this so you can use these techniques ethically there's nothing wrong with that so if you're using a countdown timer for example as long as you stick to your word and as soon as that countdown is over and you no longer offer that deal or you honor the terms of any early adopters um, based on any kind of like scarcity deal that you might have, as long as you're doing that, there is nothing wrong with it, right? You are actually able to help other people make their decision much faster and in a much better way because you're kind of making it a little fun for them. So when we're looking at Coffeezilla, Coffeezilla is painting this entire industry as fraudulent when people are complicated right um i'll give here's another example coffeezilla rips on ty lopez ty lopez in the industry is also known as Ly topez but the thing about ty lopez as much as people hate him and i'm not saying that he's a likable guy he's like a bro marketer right he's made a lot of mistakes as he's come up but the thing is as he's come up he's learned quite a bit and he has a lot of wisdom. And to not recognize that he has this wisdom would be foolish because there is a lot you can learn from him. The man bought Radio Shack just doing that deal. You know, Even if Ty Lopez wasn't successful, there's so many people that are out there that are unsuccessful that you can learn so much more from than you would from a successful person. For me, I always believe that You can't take a look at unicorn founders to figure out how you're going to do your business because circumstances could have been lucky. They could have been in the right time and place. A lot of the things that early founders in the tech space, um, for example, they, they had it much easier than people have it now. To try to get your product and service into the hands of other people, it's much more difficult, 
right? It, it wasn't just like Netscape and a few companies that just dominated everything. Now, to get people's attention, it's so much more difficult. And if you're looking at the unicorns for their example on how you should grow your business, guess what? You're going to fail because it's a totally different world and you're using antiquated techniques. So again, rant over. It's not really a rant. I do think CoffeeZilla is a good person and I think he genuinely has good intentions. But come on, man. He's not giving people a fair shot. He's confirming his bias. And he's actually kind of becoming the thing that he's warning people about. So take it for what it is. That's my opinion. This is Robbie Copernicus. Boom, bam, I'm out. Hey, so if you're a 6% entrepreneur here, four ways that I can help you right now. One, hit that subscribe button and the bell so you can always stay up to date on the latest marketing strategies and tactics from this podcast. Two, find out how much of a natural born entrepreneur you are by taking the visionary quiz at robin.ws forward slash quiz. Three, join the Visionaries Facebook group at robin.ws forward slash group. And finally, four, if you want to join the first startup accelerator that helps you skip investor funding, then go ahead and book a call with me at robin.ws forward slash call. 